Hello guys and welcome to Tent Talk number four. I'm Noah and I got Giacomo on the other side here. What's good boys and girls? <laughs> and yeah, basically today we're going to talk about what's happening in our grows. Uh, it, there's a lot going on right now. It's coming to the end of the year. Uh, this is my planned harvest date coming up and Giacomo's shed is finally getting together so let's it's coming along into it yeah 100 so awesome well basically the last i heard about your grow was that you were having some trouble in your solo cups is that right um for a little bit i was having a little bit of an issue however issue got solved i had a ph problem and a vpd issue put them in the new well, not the new, but I put them in the four by eight, took them out of the two by two, been running them on like 15% far red, like 40% full spec LEDs. <clears throat> and they've been loving it. They've been doing super well. So now they're just getting a little yellow on the lower leaves. And I'm thinking that's because they're running out of nutrients in the soil. So they just need to get repotted ASAP. And I'm just waiting on my drain tray to come in. And how big of a drain tray are you doing for that? I'm doing a four by eight drain tray. So you're doing the same. You're doing the same size as the actual tent for the drain tray. Yeah. Yes, sir. So are you, I don't, you know, because we haven't actually really talked about this even personally, but are you planning on doing a full canopy, like a full four by eight canopy? Or are you planning on having some wiggle room mm. where you can get in there? No, I'm gonna have some wiggle room to get in there probably. Um Okay. I wanna be able to go inside and walk around it, but like honestly, like I just can't find any three by six drain trays yeah. in stock yeah. for me. Because it's such like a weird dimension, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that's that's what I recommended to him at first was like, you know, you should just do a three by six so you have that space to walk around. But at the same time, it's kind of like I don't know, those things are really they're some really thick plastic, the botanicare mm-hmm. uh drain trays and they um i mean I, you could definitely walk on those if you wanted the only concern i would have maybe is like probably not walking on it with like shoes but at the same time it's gonna be you wet. shouldn't be in there with so shoes. It's, yeah it's it's like maybe buy some crocs or mm-hmm. some sandals or something yeah. that you only wear on the drain tray or something like that so but yeah that's that's exciting that's exciting so i want to get back real quick into the uh the transplanting right so this is the plan right now yeah and i've transplanted a lot of plants but mm-hmm. what is your plan on you know are you doing any type of products are you doing it straight into just is this one gallon cocoa is this one gallon living soil are you doing some type of amended blend what's what's going on um okay that's a great question so honestly i don't have any other um whatever amendments that i'm gonna add in i'm really just gonna run one gallon straight cocoa i'm gonna ph water to 6.0 and basically water the cocoa in the one gallon before transplant get a little Mm -hmm. wet moist and then drop the solo cup in there drop some more cocoa on top give it a nice watering with maybe a little bit of nutrients and then see how they transplant i definitely recommend doing nutrients and i mean like honestly with cocoa you're gonna want to do you're not running calmag with cocoa so i would recommend doing an even higher nutrient load than it actually says and the reason why is because cocoa can lock shit up and if you're gonna do 
a full hydroponic media, basically mm-hmm. is what you're doing with no amendments mm-hmm. inside of it, then I don't know. It, it In my past, I've tried transplanting just with water into inert medias like peat, and I've killed them because <clears throat> there's no fertilizer in there right yeah so so you need to definitely i would recommend looking into even going up a dosage doing like uh the week three dosage of of Mm -hmm. your your nutrients instead of the week one of bloom uh just for the transplant you know got you however you look at it right and and that's the thing is it's all uh i think personally i don't know about you from my past transplanting has been a a personal ordeal where nobody's been able to tell me how to do it or how to do it correctly. (laughs) It's been, it's always been how I feel like the plants look and how they're feeling for me, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I don't have too much experience in the transplanting to be honest. Cause I usually, all my past growths have been like a solo cup straight into five gallons. Well, yeah. And, but now you have 16 plants to try it out. And exactly. even though it would so this be is getting sad, my first time is what I'm saying though. You know what exactly. I mean? And even doing a 16 or uh, losing a few and that would suck, yeah. but it's like, but it's, I got 16, you have 16 and, and that gives <laughs> exactly. you some wiggle room. Right. So speaking about 16, you got a drain tray, you're doing the, you know, I've seen recently, basically the whole mm-hmm. dismantling of your shed to get, yeah. A four by eight tray in there because of you have to lift uh, uh the botanic care thing it's not i i think there's no point in having a drain tray without drainage <laughs> right so yeah exactly. i have a floor drain or you have to lift it up so you've you've clearly went for the lifting up so tell yeah, me a little bit so, so all right the story is i called my buddy up last night at like 9 p.m i was like yo just go pick up this four by eight pallet strap it to the top of my car he was like, for sure, let's go. We went, picked it up, strapped it to my car. It was cool. Got back to my house. And then we tried to get it in the shed. <laughs> it did not go in the shed. The door was too small. Uh, I think I got like a three and a half foot door, and like width-wise. So like it just was not going in the door, like flat. So we had to improvise. At first, we put the entire botanic here. Okay, hold on. Before we did yeah. this, I tried to lift up the botanic hair. Yeah, before I, <laughs> I tried to lift up the botanic hair at first without the plants in it. And let me tell you, that Think Grow LED weighs a fuck ton. <laughs> like, I that bet, thing dude. weighs so much. So we had to dismantle the entire LED, took the LED mm-hmm. out of the shed. And I was like, all right, mm-hmm. now we have a chance. So we propped this freaking botanic hair on. Uh, Floriflex pots, right? So we got this botanic okay. air on four Floriflex pots in all four corners. Um, I had to crawl under the tent at one point to get, to get out from the back, <laughs> from putting the back two pots. Oh my in. gosh, man. So after that, we tried to get it in, still couldn't get it in. And I was like, bro, the only way this thing's going in is if I take out my DHU, my res, and my AC. <laughs> And, and is any of that hard plumbed in yet? Like yeah, you but we all... left all the plumbing. We left all of the plumbing. Okay, like all the wi- all the like all like the like the drain tubes and all that. We left all that. All the wires. We left everything. We left. <laughs> yeah, we just took out all like the machinery. And, and then what's up? Yeah. Keep in mind, bro. Keep in mind. I want the viewers to keep in mind. This the, the, we are growers, and this is for a foreign trace. 
<laughs> okay this is not <laughs> like this is not some crazy raise right this is a four inch raise which which you need bro and and if any growers out there has tried to do drain trays or anything like that they know that you could have even a four inch raise is is worth it <laughs> compared yeah. to nothing yeah so continue on do you basically you had to take everything out right mm. and this is wait so so was this just a four by eight pallet or was it yeah. two four no, it was by solid. four pallets? No, no, no. It, it was, was a solid, solid four, four by eight. eight. Oh yeah. my gosh. Solid. <laughs> and, yeah. and it was a nice one, right? It was like a yeah, no, nice it was nice. One. It was nice. Yeah. The only thing I had to do was nail a couple nails back in it that were like kind of sticking out before we dropped it in there. So it wouldn't poke through the tent. But other mm-hmm. than that, it was perfect. Just took a hammer, smashed a couple of nails in it and we were good to go. So yeah, <laughs> we had this, we had this freaking four by eight pallet now. Everything was out of the shed. We had the four by pallet laying on the floor in the shed. And then, yeah, we literally just started pushing the thing in. And it just somehow, some way. You fit it we, in? Yeah, it just, just barely. By like, I'm talking like centimeters. Any, was, did you get any scratches on anything or did you, is this a clean job? No, it was clean. It was clean. Okay, the only okay. thing that happened was I knocked over two, I knocked over two of my plants in my two by two. Whatever. I remember I, I having to do up. a very similar thing to well i gotta do it all over again now oh wait you do oh well you have to put everything back in right oh no no no. i mean i gotta put another four by eight solid thing in there again you have to get eight inches is what you're trying to say well no i have to get another four by like the drain tray it's four by eight feet oh yeah so you have to get in that's right you're right i don't know i don't know how i'm gonna do that but that's a problem for our day you know when we get we'll cross that bridge and we get there type thing and that's the same exact sizing as a pallet yeah exactly the only thing is that like the the drain tray is technically like more malleable so like i could i could like twist it and kind of bend it a little bit more than i can a four by solid wood pallet the thing is is i i just think back because i hear this story and i think some growers especially older growers are gonna resonate with this story a lot we are growers and if there's any place in the house we can grow we're gonna do it and that doesn't matter if it's in a closet or in the attic. And let me tell you, I've seen some crazy stuff on on the forums of, of pictures of people yeah. that will take stuff into their attics, you know? And, the, the, dude, think about a crazy place to take stuff. You have maybe a two-by-two two area with a ladder. Like, <laughs> how, what are you really taking up there? A tiny wooden ladder <laughs> that exactly. drops folds. <laughs> what are you really taking up there? And, and I just think to myself, like, you have a door and a shed. But it's all, it's kind of that same idea, you know? It's yeah. like a crawl space in there at this point, you know? Oh, yeah, no, so, there's like probably like a, a one and a half foot walk space in there now. <laughs> like, no, there's like it no just, space to walk. Basically, the you just, you had to put take everything out, the hard plumbing and all that stuff. So when you're putting it back in, what what are your plans with irrigation? You you didn't irrigate yet, but you still had some plumbing running for hoses, uh, electrical, stuff like that, right? Yeah. Well, that's not all sealed yet because I'm still waiting on a little bit more electrical. Like my water okay. isn't sealed yet and my electric isn't sealed yet. So was the – was my basic question was, was the res hard plumbed to no. like a hose or no, the res, no, 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 no. Okay. No. The res okay. I literally lifted straight out, no issues. Like there was nothing attached to it. Okay. Okay. So what are your plans for – now hard plumbing that which i wouldn't until you get the four by botanic air but you know now knowing that you're probably gonna have to take back to be honest with you i don't have any plumbing plans yet i'm literally gonna map it in my head yeah i'm literally gonna map it in my head when i get there like i'm literally gonna sit in 
the shed for like an okay. hour. Map it on a piece of paper, draw it up on a piece of paper, mm-hmm. figure out how I'm going to do it, map it through everything, and then I'm going to start drilling holes and making everything fit. Well, what I would recommend um, when you're mapping, right, is you, you have a four by eight tray. You know, you have a mm-hmm. four bait area. And the big thing is this is a very popular space to run is a four by eight tent or a four by four tent even. Mm-hmm. And you can look up on the forums, on Instagram, anywhere like that, there's tons of images about how people do their kind of thing and what works and what doesn't work. You know, that honestly mm. is how I found how to do my irrigation. And now all my irrigation works with the same concept in mind that I, mm. you know, found off of Instagram, but yeah. it's kind of either built up, you know, scaled up or scaled down depending on my situation that I need it for. So 100%. I don't know kind of find what you want in the happy medium because we've talked about my irrigation before and my irrigation would not work my style of of how i have my trigger yeah. meter set up with my you know hoses coming up and so it, it wouldn't work for your four by eight because i'm mm. running a two by four you know so yeah. a totally different mindset uh in comparison so 100 percent. getting out of that you said that you're you're getting you know, because I heard this is, you know, the personal stuff, but you, the Floriflex stuff didn't work out, you know? No, no, no. Yes, but we're not going to get too far into that. <laughs> we're, not, we're not big enough people yet to say, you know, to have brand opinions. But basically, <clears throat> now you hooked up with a homie from a grow store yeah. and you're getting some Netafim equipment, right? Yes, sir. It hasn't landed yet. I called him today and it's not here yet. Probably he told me to call okay. Mike tomorrow. So, yeah. so but what, what's in mind for, for, for um, what you're getting in that? I just got 36 inch drip emitters, um, some T's, like some T, um, the T's, the 90s for like irrigation. Mm-hmm. Like the, Are they like the 17, 17 millimeter? Yeah. T's okay. <clears throat> 90 and then the male adapters at the end because I heard you can use those to like plug and just like stop everything yeah yeah because so, you can just get like a pvc screw on so yeah easy. so i just got like a bunch of male adapters and then and then i got 100 feet of 17 millimeter hosing the so, 100 feet will last you so long i have i mean yeah I the 100 feet is gonna run the two by two and the four by eight and i'm just gonna have two separate drain holes one for the like, two by two one for the four by eight and truthfully bro i still have i did a four by eight when i lived in colorado in my shed and that I still have 30, 40 feet left because I was efficient with what I used. Mm. And if I was to ever go back or ever have a grow back there, I have 40 feet to my disposal, you know, sitting yeah. there. You know, it's, it's however you want to use it, especially, I mean, you have a shed that's already built up, but who says someday you don't want to upgrade, you know, that the, the longer I've grown, the more I've learned about this thing that is, you know, valuable real estate. So if you have an area that you're allowed to grow in and an amount of plants that you're allowed to grow you need to realize the valuable real estate kind of aspect. I only have a two by four. I'm allowed to legally grow, you know, 12 plants. So how many plants can I stick in a two by four? I would love to stick 12 plants in a two by four because that's valuable real estate. And kind of the, the idea is, especially with me having an automated irrigation <clears throat> system, is that I'm going to have higher quality with less plants, less veg time, you know, and in, you know, mm. more harvests a year compared to a person that's running one plant in a four by four, you know, mm. but if you had the type of real estate to have a whole room just for growing, then you might want to think about 
running out a longer veg, you know, maybe doing one or two plants in a four by four, because you have that real estate and you can pump out five to 10 pounds. If you have a, a month to two month veg, depending on your growth style, this is all dependent on the grower and situational, you know, Mm -hmm. but that's the the kind of thing is, is it's a big thing. Cause now, now that I have a little bit more space to grow, I'm pumping it out, you know, and really using it to its full advantage. 100%. 100%. So, yeah. So, what about you, Noah? What's going on with your girl, bro? What's going on? You you said you're close to harvest date. What's up? This you called me true. the other day. You were telling me you were looking at the trikes. This is all true. So, so, I want to be honest with all the, you know, the the people out there. So, this, this girl didn't really go to plan. You know, I we've talked about it and, you know, it's kind of a joke now, but the the stretch was way more than I intended and it's mm-hmm. really going to have a downfall on the final quality, especially if I was to turn it into smokable bud basically. Right. And dry it, uh, the classic way. Um, the one strain in the back, the back left, uh, pretty sure it's like a rainbow belts cross. It is smelling insane and I'm definitely doing a reveg on it. So it's not going to have a lot of yield, you know, That's exciting. um, so the plan is right now, I've been scoping out the trikes and a lot of the trikes are like, I have no amber, but I have really nice cloudy trikes, um, all uh, the whole plant, you know? So mm-hmm. my plan is to do some fresh frozen, probably going to pull it on December. That would be December 22nd, you know? Mm-hmm. And, or yeah, December 22nd. Two days. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Two days from us right now. Um, I'm going to turn it all into fresh frozen. I just cleaned okay. out a freezer. Uh, <laughs> that was dude, fun, huh? Oh my god! I, I called Giacomo. I was doing this, man, and then do this. I found a ten-year-old turkey. You know, this turkey was killed in 2012. My oh, boy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh! But it was an old freezer, used freezer, free freezer, and it's super nice, good brand. And once I cleaned it, it looks brand new. It works Pressure brand new, it. and dude, it's kitten negative 45. So we can hit a literal flash freeze on these plants and actually have a clean quality. So some proper and, SOPs. Yeah. And dude, let me tell you one other thing, right? Before I move on, it's that my whole house stinks. I, I'm telling you, I walk into the house and, and you know, my partner is like, the house stinks. We need to get it. We need to get a carbon filter. <laughs> right? It's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy, bro. And, yeah. and, and maybe next girl, I'm going to think about doing something like that. Um, I'm thinking about kind of sealing it up and trying to get some CO2, maybe running a, I don't know, an experiment with a pilot light. We have a heater that has a propane pilot light, which for those that don't know, those give off free CO2. So I can pipe up the CO2 in that room to 800 PPM for free without having to set up a whole CO2 area. So that's if it works. That's if it works. But I've talked to some people. Uh, big shout out to the guy, um, Trichome, was he Trichome Institute on uh, Instagram. He posted something about, about that. I asked him a little question and he got back to me and was like, you know, you should try that. So we're going to see how it works. That's that's a big plan for the next grow though. That um, sounds super exciting. So <laughs> you said you're gonna you said you're gonna fresh freeze all the plants. So do you plan on washing all the strains in a single run and just mixing them all together, or are you gonna do separate runs for each okay, strain? So I'm about to give some big truthers to the people out there. Is you know 
uh, my landlord is a grower too. He is a, what I would say, old school guy. I'm just, you know, going to be completely truthful. He has not kept up to the new growth style. You know, this man's still growing Gorilla Glue 4, you know, like it's 2010. You know, like he. <laughs> no hate though, if you do like. No He smokes. He's an old man. He smokes. He makes it into his edibles and he's happy. And I have no hate towards him. You know, he's an outdoor grower. But he gave me four pounds of this is two year old stuff. And it doesn't look that good, but he really, really wants me to wash it for him. It's going to take me some time to wash it, but I'm going to throw that in with the run. Yeah, not this run. No, no, no. Not the, the stuff I'm harvesting. No. But I was about to say, bro. Different run that I'm going to do at the same time. So if I'm there, I'm going to, I'm planning a whole day, 10 hour day of work to okay. do this whole thing. And I'm going to do a practice run of the rainbow belt stuff to actually see how good it's washing. Okay. And then I'm going to mix the bigger plant in with the one that didn't look very good. But the one that didn't look very good is smelling really loud. And they are actually the same cross that I made. Their phenos are just totally like opposite. But the smells yeah. are very similar. So I'm hoping that the smell will come through in that one. Okay. Um, and then the final wash, because I don't want to wash, you know, you can't polish a turd. So why would you wash the turds first? Right. So yeah. <laughs> the final wash of the day is going to be doing just four pounds dry of dry uh, two-year-old bud that he wants okay. me to wash and, and see what comes out of it. And hopefully this will all fit in my freeze dryer. I'm not expecting a huge yield for everybody out there. Uh, honestly, maybe if I dried it and had a really good run of like fat buds, I could get a pound out of a two by four. But in terms of hash, um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't washed enough hash to really call it, but it's not going to be as much as, as some of my past washes. So I'm, I'm planning on it, even though I'm going to have a full day of washing ahead of me. You know, mm-hmm. Giacomo and I did a wash together once and it was, it was. I mean, that was it, seven hours and we only did oh, like. My gosh, right? But that was, that was. Seven hours, what, seven hours, seven washes on. I don't know how many. I don't even know how many pounds because that's we didn't calculate back then. I mean, so. no, nah, it was it, <laughs> it was, was like three. It was three five gallon Home Depot buckets of fresh frozen, of fresh frozen, so, whatever you can yeah. fit in three five oh. gallon. And let me tell. This is a tip, grower tip for everybody out there doing hash. Never do that. Never put your <laughs> your bud, your fresh frozen in five gallon buckets. This is something I learned when I did that because let me tell you. <laughs> I got a lot of yield out of this plant and I was so happy with the color and the, the cold cure and everybody was, you know, Giacomo was telling me it looked amazing. Everybody that saw it on video was like, holy crap. And then people would get it and, and it, you know, it was, it was basically Instagram rosin. It had no smell. It, it was like, and, and I, and I'm, and I always questioned it because the smell when it was on the plant was insane. The people that smoked the dry herb were, the smell was amazing, but, <laughs> something happened <laughs> so this time i'm i'm literally vacuum sealing it and putting it in the freezer not like squishing it but just sealing it in a uh, basically a vacuum seal just getting the air out of it exactly exactly so but not crushing anything very lightly um, and that's kind of my you know that's more my strategy for hash washing is this time is fresh frozen doing that and then i have yeah. a a bubble machine a five gallon bubble machine um and running them through that 
into basically if anybody's watched a big shout out to this guy because he's the one that gave me this idea there's two guys out there that i want to shout out for rosin is is sbnv hash and pedro's grow those two guys out there are are great knowledge pedro's grow has this bucket system which you know i don't even know if he's the guy that did it but i found it on his channel and each bucket has your micron screen in it. So so everybody that out there that's done rosin knows you have wash bags and he'll do that with each bucket. Now, I don't want to get too into the hash washing process and all that stuff, but I thought it was really smart. And if you go and follow our, our Instagram at THC Tutors, you can see how this is all going to happen in the exact system that I'm going to be using. So super interesting stuff. And then SBNV is the guy <laughs> that came, that I saw. I'm not going to say he came up with it, but he basically made what's called the super simple hash washing method. That's what I call it. I don't know what the hell he calls it. Maybe just SOP, but, <laughs> but he, he basically does a washing machine into these five gallon buckets and then has a, a food grade pump and that pumps pump. back. Yeah. Back into a reservoir. And then he can fill that reservoir with more ice. And then that he can now scoop that water back into the machine or he can pump it. But, food grade pumps are very expensive so you do a food grade pump at the bottom just one food grade pump in the whole thing but it it dude he will wash pounds in like five hours he'll do it all on live so anybody out there that's super into hash washing i definitely let's tell you guys to go watch him because he's given me almost all my ideas on sops for the whole process and the methodology behind it huge shout out yeah huge shout out to him so so what are your plans for your next tent setup because you've told me a little bit about what you want to do you're saying a little bit about the pilot's light for the co2 certainly, so, certainly. yeah I, I said a little bit earlier that i'm i have a little bit more room right so mm-hmm. i'm planning on getting a two by three two and one by ac infinity mm-hmm. the reason i'm doing a two and one is because i want to have an area for moms and to do clones and i want okay. an extra area to basically test genetics. Or if I want to, I want to have that area to reveg because okay. I'm already doing a reveg now. And those things take like two months to get clones mm-hmm. off of. Even the good, the guys that are good out there will tell you it takes like two months to get healthy clones. So you got to plan on that. And if I ever run a strain again that I can't copy and I, I don't have the mom for, and somebody maybe gives me a cut or something like that, I run it. It's amazing. Like I want that, might have to reveg it again. So it gives me another yeah. slot for that. Um, other than that, I'm gonna have the whole. If if uh, anybody's seen the THC Tutors Instagram, um, they seen the picture. One of the pictures shows my tent, and you can see under it, I have about two feet of space. That's where I have my reservoir, my runoff tank, and basically all the other stuff. And I'm gonna. My plan is to actually make that into kind of like a quote unquote tent area, and then to have an AC and a humidifier and be able to keep my environment super well. But again, shout out to the Instagram because you guys should go follow over there to really follow me 100%. because right now, right now I think I'm losing some people because it's like, I'm just kind of mixing things up. But if you go over there, you can get a clear representation of exactly what I'm talking about. So yeah. 100%. And you can also keep up with my shed as well. On Oh, certainly, YouTube. certainly. And, and yeah, Giacomo's got the whole story posted about right now about the probably honestly because when this is going to be posted he'll probably have the botanicare stuff posted about the botanicare get it that is true honestly you'll be able to see him get that i'll probably have botanicare irrigation and drain 
also exactly time so everything we're saying right now so guys go go follow that that instagram right now yeah definitely <laughs> keep up with that so we got a lot of plans next year for the podcast now we got a Hell lot yeah, of plans. Um, we're going to be introducing face cams definitely and and i want to really tell everybody out there we're going to be making a shorter video telling everybody our real plans you know and what we're doing next year but right now our plan is to do two podcasts two ten talks a month and then one really deep dive where we want to go for for quality over quantity we're having a lot of fun doing podcasts we don't want to burn ourselves out trying to get one or two podcasts done a week we really want to work hard and and uh create a good craft and get really good at this so the tent talk is somewhere where we can kind of have freedom and and have a a personality and stuff and when we get into the scientific talks we can actually have a lot more thought and uh, research into those ones because even though we had some good ones in our past i think that we can do better and we can give the viewers a lot more uh scientific backed information instead of opinion backed and better education basically exactly and our opinion information and, and our kind of opinion tips like we've given a couple this video or i've given a couple this videos or this podcast is those are meant for the 10 talks so we have the freedom to do that here yeah 10 talk is for experience shit that we've done shit that we've learned yeah but we're talking about a lot of other stuff we're having a lot of fun like i said doing this we did the the support is insane i mean it's really crazy. We just got started and, and we're seeing how, how much love we're getting in the community. And, you know, I, I don't know what it is, man, but it's it's awesome. And it, and it feels yeah. great. <laughs> so we appreciate everybody out there for listening in. Yeah, following the Instagram. Exactly. Following the the podcasts. It's, it's really nice. So, so keep this going. Exactly. And. Yeah, who knows what's going to happen in the future. We might be getting other stuff going, some collabs with other podcasts, some collabs with other people. We already have a few people that we're talking to to try to, you know, maybe invite them on the show. Even though that's not our style, we want to we want to try it out, you know. 100%. Uh, and, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And if the viewers don't like it, the viewers don't like it. But if they do, it brings another doorway for us and another opportunity to, for us to give you guys good content. You know, awesome. Without further ado, man, I... You know, that's that's about all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, couldn't have said it any better. But shout out to the Instagram at THD Tutors, and also mm-hmm. shout out Apple and Spotify because yeah. we're on both of them. Apple Podcasts. Yeah, and we've been really getting backed over there on Spotify and Apple. It's been really nice. You guys have honestly been really shout nice. out to the Apple viewers though; they've been killing it for real. Yeah, and all the people reviewing on Apple again. For real, re- thank re- you. We got to re say this, man. We're, we're going to do some huge uh, uh, giveaways coming 2023, and those are all going to be based off of our Apple reviews. So if you guys keep reviewing on Apple, tell your friends about it. Tell your friends to review on Apple. We're going to do some big uh, giveaways in 2023. Yeah. So, yeah. Big things coming 2023, boys. Have a great day. Growers, Growers. you have a great day. <laughs> Growers, have a great day. Grower love, bro. Peace.